coming you are tuned in to Top of the Draw with your host Stephen Lynch as he covers the very best in Scottish professional wrestling. So without further ado, it's time to draw the Welcome everyone to another edition of Tuck of the Draw. This is the third show and this one is probably the most difficult as we've gathered together the competitors in the Drew Galloway Invitational Wrestling Tournament 2018. This will be hosted by the GPWA Asylum on Friday the 11th and Saturday the 12th of May. Both shows with doors opening at 6.30. Tickets are still available at www.eventbrite.co.uk. Uh, if you search for the tournament on there, you can also find the links via the Galloway Invitational Twitter and Facebook pages that are all pointing in the right direction. So the tickets are £20 for the weekend seated, £18 for a weekend standing, or £11 for night one and £12 for night two. And I believe a very small booking fee applies for that as well. This is going to be a bit of a longer show. We've got a lot of contributions between the wrestlers themselves and also some coaches and mentors have given some thoughts. So, Gary, can I just ask you to just go straight into introducing this week's show? Introducing this week's guests, they are the competitors in the 2018 Drew Galloway Invitational. First match we're going to cover is Grant MacGyver against Jesse Santana. So my name is Jesse Santana and who will you be representing in the tournament? Representing the tournament I'll be representing at PBW Academy. And when did you begin training at PBW? When I began training it was the end of June 2015. And how old were you when you started? I was 17 years old. What's your reason for wrestling? My reason for wrestling is when I grew up, it was just kind of like, obviously when people grow up, they're the wee boy, they want to become a wrestler, they're watching all their favourites on TV. Um, obviously I'd done all that, but I used to always say to my dad, and unfortunately he'd passed away now. Sure. Um, no, that's fine. Um, basically what it is, is he, um, I said to him I was always going to be something big. I wanted to make my name out there. I wanted to be the biggest, the best. So I'm just kind of keeping to something that I've always loved. and. Something he knew I loved, so doing this is more of a kind of thing to represent him as well. Right. Because it makes me feel as if I'm accomplishing not only my goals, but I'm doing him proud. You've wrestled for PBW already? Yeah. The showcases? Yes, um, I've been with PBW um, a few showcases. Um, I've been wrestling down with SSW at the moment, that's an ongoing. And I've also made my debut for BCW, um, which was a dark tag match. And it was just a lot of fun. They, the fans are incredible. It's getting the feeling when you're out there, it's the booze, it's the cheers, it's amazing. Yes, yeah, certainly one when I said the name, people knew who you were. So you've managed to stand out <laughs> and make an impression for it. So how would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences on how you wrestle? Absolutely. Um, whereas a lot of the guys, they look at the biggest men in the company, they're looking at like Dolph Ziggler, your John Cena, stuff like that. I actually, being with the character that I'm representing as well, I like to look into even the female point of view. So I'm looking at like Victoria, Molly Holly, people that also inspired me. I was inspired by the likes of Rikishi. Yeah. Because I use my booty a lot. So <laughs> Rikishi is a representation of me because he used his assets to his best. 
So obviously he was a big guy, so he liked sitting on people and all that. So I'm like, <laughs> part of my character is having that booty. <laughs> and in the matches you've had so far, who's been your favourite opponent to date? My favourite opponent, I've not had any big British stars out there that are mostly known in the scene as of yet. Um, honestly, one of my favourite matches had to be my second Academy Attack match. Um, it was our first half main evented with Dylan Angel. Um, right. He's also a guy that's putting his name yeah. out there. Um, basically, we first half main evented and it was just that way. It was incredible. The crowd were with it. It was just such a good feeling. The structure of the match, it was perfect the way it worked out. Yeah. Um, and also, even at that, um, I actually had an intergender match with um, one of the wrestlers called Angel Hayes. She's another trainer yeah. from Academy, uh, this Academy. And basically, it was just like we are good friends out here so the chemistry is unreal between us yeah and we have all these different ideas we want to do so having that intergender match with her was it was just amazing and it gets to show the women's side of things that the women's division can be as big as the guys and um, if you could face any wrestlers in scotland who would you like to face oh that's a hard one <laughs> um, obviously you have your guys out there that's flashy they're fast you have like bt gun and stevie but Jesse's meaning, like, I want to get rough with the guys, like, <laughs> so bring on your Davy Blaze, even Grado, like, he's a big man, like, bring them all on. And <laughs> um, of any wrestler in the world, if you could go against, who would you like to face? Jesus, that is a hard one. Um, are we talking, like, people that's retired, or... Well, just set yourself a goal, target-wise, if you could right. find yourself in a face-to-face with somebody in the ring, who would you be? It's hard, like, I don't know if I'd want to face him, but at the moment, like, I'm loving The Miz from WWE, yeah. he's this big character, he gets over, like, I'm unsure if I want to, like, kiss him, or if I want to, like, <laughs> punch him, like, it's so hard. And <laughs> um, what are your short-term goals you've set yourself? My short-term goals, honestly, is, um, I want to make this academy proud, um, I want to be known from this academy, so PBW made me, that's what I want to be known as. Kid Fight is an amazing teacher, like I couldn't ask for anybody better. He's just got this amazing personality, he's so bubbly, um, he's... <laughs> he's going to ruin his character as he's known. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill me for saying this, but um, even though he is this big, <laughs> nasty guy, he's honestly the best teacher you could ask for. And long term, what would you like to do in wrestling? long term in wrestling it's just i want to be known like across the world like you get people that's going to japan they're getting wwe tryouts and all that obviously that is the main point like we're all like we want to go to wwe we want to do this honestly i just want to entertain the fans out there do it all for them and obviously for myself i, I love it i get the absolute buzz i mean <laughs> who doesn't love going out in a crowd and shaking a bum half the time like it's amazing <laughs> but honestly like just having this character that stands out and my aim we costumes I jump about in and all that like it's just complete entertainment and the physicality to it is amazing and if you any words you would like to say against the other 15 guys that are in the tournament <laughs> absolutely the other 15 boys you better watch because you better make way for the queen bow down to the princess because I've just arrived so you can kiss that sass if <laughs> <laughs> uh, you anything else you want to say before we finish up um, only thing I want to say is stay tuned because the Jesse show has just arrived and there's still more to come. And where can people find you on social media? 
So I'm actually on Facebook as my Jesse Santana page. You can find me on Twitter as Jesse Santana UK. Um, it's on Instagram as well, which is unprivate now, so you can give me a follow. <laughs> Just it's every bit on social media and get it followed. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks for that. No worries. Thank you very much. Uh, my name's Scott McIver. I'm 26 and I've trained at the Social Wrestling School. Um, can I just ask, when did you begin training? I started training in September 2013. I'd seen SWA, Social Wrestling School, advertised on Facebook a few years ago. It wasn't until i seen the Kelvin Brawl that I decided to finally start training. So I ended up going there and meeting uh, Damo, Joe and Whippy when I first started off training and that was about five years ago. So you wrestle quite regularly for Source. Have you wrestled anywhere else so far? Uh, so far I've wrestled at Absolute Wrestling down in Newcastle. Uh, I've also wrestled for SWA on uh, two battle zones and an uh, elimination tag match that happened in Paisley. Right. That's one of my only appearances for them so far. Uh, later this month I'm going to be wrestling for Discovery. I'm joining the House of Saint. So I'll be right. looking to get more action there. And just this year I'm hoping to wrestle for more companies altogether. How would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences on you? To, to begin my influences mainly were like, uh, Chris Jericho and Eddie Guerrero, they're the other ones that I latched on to when I was watching as younger. I was always did enjoy Stone Cold and The Rock, but smaller guys that showed that they can do it kind of style and there's more athletic base to it. So I started to kind of copy them when I first started, but as I've started to kind of get more experience and try to understand myself a bit more, it's developed a bit more, less high flyery, but still showing an athletic base to it. Just trying to get over a new character called the Gazelle. Right. Which is basically just showing that I'm athletic, I can move about quickly, I can move fast, it's more. Catch me if you can, instead of big high flying moves. And who's been your favourite opponent you've faced so far? Uh, See, when I first started out, I had two matches against Joe Coffey back-to-back, which really helped me kind of learn a bit more and how to perform in front of a crowd, and Joe was really good in helping me, like, bring out the best in me. Yeah. Uh, apart from him, I'd say Chris Renfrew as well. Chris uh, had a good match with me in Brighton, where uh, my, my chest uh, was a bit more red than it was Yeah, but the start of it, remember that night. Uh, so that really kind of allowed me to see the crowd go, they want to see me batter lumps out of the guy who's batting lumps out of me, yeah. which is really good. If you could face anybody in the Scottish scene, who would be your dream opponent? Despite training from for a good couple of years, I've started to wrestle Kieran uh, Kelly on a show, right. or even much in training, and I just think they've got two styles that could end up creating something a lot, uh, a lot of people want to see. And if you could face anybody on a worldwide scale, who would be your dream wrestling opponent? It changes all the time, honestly. Uh, I think it was a couple, it doesn't it's, just a few one. So even Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler was one for a good couple of years. They're just, just uh, sheer athleticism of them. They're just charismatic and smirky and smug. Something I'd almost try to kind of bring in myself a wee bit, but I'd say he still stands out a good bit. And what are your short term goals in wrestling? Uh, wrestle for as many companies as possible uh, in the next year at least. Uh, just get myself uh, 
into a source main event, I've started wrestle in an actual source main event, might be doing one shortly where we have a five man elimination hardcore match in Linux Town right. in August that was announced uh, on last time we were in Linux Town against the Balance Institute, it's myself, uh, Solar, Renfrew, Whiplash and Christopher Sane. Right. So hopefully that's going to be my first main event, but I'd like to have a one-on-one main event as well and win the Drew Galloway Invitational. And long-term in wrestling, where would you like your goals to be? Generally as far as I can make it. Just if I'm able to make wrestling an actual career for myself, I'd be happy. And what would you like to say against the other 15 men that you'll be facing in the tournament? Apart from maybe Aaron Echo, who won it last year, um, coming in here seemingly the most experienced out of them all. I've been wrestling for two years, been trained for nearly five years. I've learned a lot in that time. I've faced some of the best in Scotland in that time. So You've beaten some as well. I've beaten some as well. I've beat Mark Coffey. He's got one against me right enough as well. So I'm just always wanting to look to be the best and beat the best. So I want to prove that I'm one of the next best people in Scotland. And who is it you're facing in the first round? I am facing Jesse Santana from PBW in the first round. So he's quite a young boy. He's got a lot of sass to him that he's been shown yeah. on social media towards me, but we have a good match with him in the first round. But at the end of the day, show him that I'm still looking to be the winner. And is there anything else you'd like to say or share before we finish up? Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at, Mc, at the one Grant McIver, uh, Instagram at McIver92. Uh, I do have a Facebook like page you can follow as well. The next match is between Prince Asad and Jason Reed, with comments from Andy Wilde on Jason. My name is Prince Asad. And who are you representing in the tournament? Uh, PBW Academy. And how long have you been training at PBW? Train for. Just four years, just coming up four years. What was your reason for starting training in wrestling? Difficult question to answer, but uh, I always wanted to be a wrestler, no matter what, since day one. And I knew about Kid Fight, Ross Watson. We grew up in the same area. Yeah. So I knew when he was younger that he tried wrestling and I added him on Facebook and then, you know what I mean, followed him. Yeah. It, kind of, it, just, it just kind of naturally happened, just, you know what I mean? So you wrestled for PBW, have you wrestled anywhere else? Wrestled for a few, few companies in Scotland, most companies in Scotland wrestled, BCW, ICW, SSW, um, various different companies in Scotland, a few in England, 4GW, um, so yeah, I've wrestled for a few companies, yeah. still looking to wrestle for more of them. And how would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences on you? Hard to describe my style, but I would say a mixture of Brawling, te- technical, and high flying. And my biggest influences are Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Also influenced by boxing, because I used to do boxing before Adam Racing. Right. So a lot of hard hitting strikes, etc. I would say it influences my style as well. And who's been your favourite opponent you've had so far? Steve Xavier. And other than Steve, if you could face anybody in the Scottish scene, who would you like to go against? BT Gun. Any particular reason for BT? Never wrestled BT Gun. He's, 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 I mean, what, uh, what else can you say? He's, he's came of the crop, huh? 
And if we could then go out from the Scottish scene to face anybody in the world, who would you like to, to bring in to face in Scotland? Who would you like to face? Cody Rhodes. Big fan of Cody Rhodes, always have been. Yeah. It's kind of similar size, similar build for me, you know what I mean? Uh, he's somebody who's Very really much my, my style as well. So, what's your short term goals in wrestling? Short term goals, just. I don't know, I've not really thought too much about it, but I would say wrestling for PBW Greenock Town Hall is one. Another one would be to wrestle for as many new companies as possible in 2018. And what's your long term goals in wrestling? Make a full time living. Anywhere in particular you would like to end up? Couldn't really, I couldn't, beggars can't be choosers. Whoever was willing to have me, you know what I mean? Whichever way I can make myself full time in this business, I want, I want to achieve it. So, about the tournament, any words you'd like to say to the other 15 guys you'll be going against? Uh, I'm in this tournament to win it, in it to win it. If I, if I come across them, I'll beat them. Aaron Echo, I'm coming for the throne. I'm the heir to the throne. I'm the prince. Not much, not, not much to be said, to be honest with you. Don't care. Before we finish up, is there anything else you want to see or share? Nope, not at all. Just when I win the tournament, people will find out about me. You know what I mean? And um, where can people find you on social media? Uh, at Prince Asad, PBW, Facebook and Twitter. And Jason Reid, professional wrestler from Dunfermline Fife. And you're one of the wildcards, so you're not down as being a trainee, but could you just tell us who your home promotions are? Yeah, uh, home promotion, W3L, Worldwide Wrestling League in Kirkcaldy, Fife. Uh, trained there at the Action Academy. And when did you begin training? began training uh, three years ago this summer. Uh, started looking for a school. I didn't actually realise there was one so close to myself in Kirkcaldy. Uh, messaged the promoter, uh, got me along, trained as hard as I could, eventually got on some shows and uh, never stopped from there. And what was your reason for getting into wrestling? Probably the same as a, a, a lot of wrestlers and probably a lot of guys in this tournament as well. I absolutely loved wrestling. I still do love watching wrestling uh, week in, week out. Uh, I love every single part of that, especially when it's on TV and live shows as well. I told myself I was going to be a professional wrestler one day, and uh, I'll certainly try my best to get there. Uh, W3L is your home promotion. Uh, Where else can people see you wrestle? Yeah, so of course W3L, I'm uh, currently tag team champion there. Catching at WrestleZone, quite a lot there as well. Doing a lot of good things up there. Uh, Discovery Wrestling every now and again, hopefully get a bit more work uh, throughout the year from them also. Uh, Made my PWE debut uh, last month in the Elite Rumble as well. So again, hopefully I can get another chance there. Uh, to prove myself also. And how would you describe your wrestling style or who's been the big influences on you? So a lot of influences in terms of local and you know TV, WWE. Lots of different people have influenced me. One that's probably an active roster member just now would be Dolph Ziggler. I absolutely adore his style of wrestling and it's definitely one that I would uh, uh, consider myself to, to adapt to. You know, local-wise wrestlers around here, two names that sort of have of, of come to mind here. Uh, first of all, uh, Sarah Marie Taylor, who retired a few months ago. Um, I'll never forget the time that she put in in terms of helping me uh, learn the tricks of the trade. Coming out here to Kirkcaldy on a cold Wednesday night, training for a couple of hours in a freezing cold, solid ring, putting in time to, to help me and make me better. So that's something I'll never forget. The big man in the room just now, as he eyes me up, waiting for his name, Andy Wild. Uh, he's another one who's spent hours and hours helping me get better uh, and again that's something that I'll, I'll always always be grateful for. Who's been your favourite opponent to date? I mean there's a lot of guys that have that could potentially get that top spot 
it'd be a shame to single out one or, or, or the other, but I'm going to have to do it, unfortunately. Uh, again, uh, not just because he is in the room, but big match Andy. Andy Wilde was a, a pleasure to work. Not only that, it was a real learning curve in, in terms of the actual match in itself. I learned so much from, from that 10 minutes. And again, it's something that does help me again moving forward. And also Mike Musso. Um, he was another one who has not been mentioned before. Um, spent a lot of time uh, helping me develop my skills. Uh, obviously within within wrestling, it's something I'll always be grateful for as well. So that's definitely been a pleasure to, to share the ring with him before and hopefully we can do that again moving forward. If you could go against anybody in the Scottish scene at the moment, who would you like to go against in the ring? Anyone at all in the Scottish scene? Again, that's, that's, a, that's a tough ask because there's so many people out and about just now. A lot of people would like to go up against. Um, just to, if, I, if I could just change that question a bit then. Go on. So quite a common answer mm-hmm. has been the likes of Stevie Boy, BT Gunn, mm-hmm. etc. Some of the top names on it. Is there anybody you wrestle in a different scene from a lot of the other guys? Is there anybody who'd say more kind of an underrated or somebody that they need to watch that, if I, that maybe doesn't get the recognition that they should yeah, I mean, I mean, to answer the first question, I would, I would love to get in the ring with Kid Fight. I think I could learn a ton from him, uh, both in and out of the ring. So that's definitely one on on my list, if you like. I'd love to get in the ring with him one day soon. Hopefully, it will happen. Who knows? Um, in terms of sort of untapped potential, I mean, there's a lot of guys up in Aberdeen. I mean, Damien is one as well. Obviously, he's in the tournament, yep. so a lot of people will will see him. Um, obviously, over the weekend. Been able to share the ring with him once before, and I'd definitely love to do that again. Who would be your dream worldwide opponent? Dream worldwide opponent? Uh, it would definitely be John Cena. I mean, he's the man. You don't really get much bigger or better than John Cena. So uh, if, um, if anyone wants to bring John Cena in, uh, give me a little DM on Twitter. We can sort something out, I'm sure. And what are your short-term goals in wrestling? Short-term goals, uh, for the time being, is to work uh, as much as possible and um, in as many companies as possible. The The more chance I have of getting my name out there obviously is linked with the amount of work I'm, I'm getting and the amount of promotions I'm featured in as well so short term goals work everywhere as much as possible and long term in wrestling where do you see your career going? I'd probably say it's the, the same as a lot of answers you've you've got from that particular question long term goal is, is to make this my full time uh, job I want to do this uh, for WWE uh, feel that one day I will get there if I continue to work hard uh, surround myself with the right people and uh, keep a very high level of, of worth, work ethic. Uh, I feel I can I can achieve that goal one day. We know now your first round opponent has been announced as Prince of Sad. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you'd like to say to him or any of the other opponents, any other guys in the tournament you may come across? Listen, Prince of Sad is, is obviously PBW trained. He's very good, we all know that. I've shared the ring with him before. I've beat Prince of Sad before. I'll have no issues doing it in two weeks' time. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say or share before we finish up here? No, I'd just like to thank, obviously, the appropriate people for giving me the chance, putting me in this position. Um, gives me a great platform to, to showcase my talents. It's maybe a talent that a lot of people in Scotland aren't aware of. Um, but, you know, to find a diamond, you have to go into a mine, and that mine is five. So I'm sure everyone will, will see that very, very soon. Right. And where can people find you in social media? Uh, at Jason Reed XO on Twitter, Jason Reed Facebook page and Instagram as well, the same handle. I'm on all those uh, those social media platforms, so you feel free to give me a follow. 
keep up with uh, all the antics. Right, thank you. All right, thanks very much. Uh, so I'm here with Andy Wild. So we joined him tonight. Uh, he was training with Jason uh, here in Kirkcaldy. And Andy, could you just give us your thoughts on Jason? Yeah, well, we're here tonight just to go over a few bits and pieces. Jason, to me, is somebody who has a lot of raw talent and potential, somebody who has a star quality beyond his experience and beyond his age. Somebody that, in my head, lines up with like Noam when he was very, very young, when I first saw Noam, albeit his talent was very raw and his ideas of what he wanted to do in the ring and things were still very raw. He had something that when he walked into a locker room at 15 years old, lads knew that he was he was going to do all right. And I see that in, in Jason Reed as well. I feel that... Um, in time to come, he'll have that kind of... Once he gets the wrestling down to... Not that he can't wrestle, but he can wrestle because he's very very good at wrestling. Once he gets that kind of experience uh, down to a T, then I feel that once that lines up with the star quality, then we've got we've got something special coming through, I feel. The next contest is between Thatcher Wright and the established and reckless intent, Theo Doris. My name is Thatcher Wright. I am the... Most famous disciple of Baroness Margaret Thatcher. And who will you be representing in the tournament? I am representing the Glasgow Pro Wrestling Asylum. And when did you begin your training there? So I began my training about three and a half years ago. It was the very start when the asylum opened, opens, uh, January 2015. And what was your reason for taking up wrestling training? So, of course, the main reason why I do everything in life is to promote Baroness Margaret Thatcher. You see, my my other career is finance, the banking industry, and I've been involved in that for about six years now, uh, very successful as you can imagine. But quite frankly, it's not given me the opportunity to promote my dear Margaret. And then I was watching television about four or five years ago and I came across the program called the same fight club. Yeah, which you should have heard of. And on that, there was ICW, Grado, Mark Dallas, one of my coaches, Jack Jester, and they were getting all this publicity. They were in the papers, they were on TV shows, they were selling out the barlands. And quite frankly, I thought, what a great way for me to promote Baroness Margaret Thatcher. So I began training, and the rest is history. I'm here with you today. Where else can people see you wrestle other than at the GPWA and Wrestling Experience Scotland shows? So, this coming Saturday, I'm wrestling for Respect for Wrestling in Garnock. Uh, that's on the Team England against Team of Scotland show. So I represent my native England. Uh, first of all, Rick's Intent. I've got a few shows coming up in England, which I can't say much about just now, but they'll be coming up in the next few weeks to be announced. Uh, just keep your eye out to be on a show near you, I'm sure. And for anyone who hasn't seen you before, how would you describe your wrestling style or any big wrestling influences on you? Well, the main thing to describe it would be successful. Won the vast majority of my matches and the ones I've lost haven't been my fault. They've been Kiffy West, one of the matches was his fault. Uh, some other tag team partners have cost me matches. so. Successful, it's the main thing. Uh, but compared to William Regal, that's quite a lazy comparison because both British, British style, but many, many wrestlers. Last night, look, compared to Lance Storm, I believe he's a Canadian wrestler. Players, but yeah. 
Uh, who's been your favourite opponent you've faced so far in your career? So, that would be Soldat. And the reason he's my favourite opponent because every time I face him, I defeat him. That's quite simple. And if you could go against anybody in the Scottish scene, who would you pick as your dream opponent? Well, there's only one opponent that anyone in Scotland should be looking to face, and that's Grado. Right now, Grado is at the top of the pile. He's the marquee name. Walk down the street and ask 10 people to name a Scottish wrestler, Lisa Grado. So Grado is who I want to face because he'll be the most exposure for myself and, of course, for Baroness Margaret Thatcher. You go against any wrestler in the entire world, who would you like to test yourself against? Again, it's a simple answer. The biggest worldwide star right now, Brock Lesnar. Many people would say that Brock Lesnar Thatcher right is an easy night for Brock, but Brock's never faced anyone like me. Brock's never faced anyone with the power of Margaret Thatcher behind them. So, Brock Lesnar, if you're listening, I challenge you. Universal title, one-on-one, Asylum, Kennedy Street. I'm sure you know where to find me. Easy taxi ride for the bus station if it does turn up. And what's the short-term goals? So the short-term goal is to promote Baroness Thatcher throughout Scotland, throughout the UK, just to see, just to stop the negative press she gets, especially in Scotland. She's very misunderstood, and I feel that over time people have just read what they've read in the media and the Scottish press, and she's had a very unfair rap. And I'm I'm here to stop that. I'm here to change the tide for Baroness Margaret Thatcher. So she is in the rightful place. She should be celebrated through the whole land. She should be statues. School should be named after her. And that is my short-term goal. Long-term. Long-term goal. Where do you see yourself go from there? It's obvious worldwide. So the biggest company right now, World Wrestling, is WWE. Yep. That's where I'm going. That's where the aim is. To take myself, Thatcher Wright, and Baroness Margaret Thatcher worldwide with the help of the WWE. Saudi Arabia last week, take her there. WrestleMania 35, take her there. Worldwide is the role. You're starting off the tournament against Theo Doris uh, of Reckless Intent. What have you got to say to him and the other 15 competitors, well, the other 14 competitors that you may go against in the tournament? So, a simple message, and that is that they won't face anyone like Thatcher Wright. They won't face anyone who has the will to win, the desire that Margaret Thatcher instills in me. Theodorus is the most dangerous opponent in this tournament, and I've got him first, which I welcome, because that means once I defeat him, the rest of the tournament is just a walk in the park. So, Theo, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, just get ready. Prepare yourself for the very worst. And it's going to be worse than that. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say or share just before we finish up here? So much, so much. So, May is a very important month for the UK. See, the May 1979 was when Margaret Thatcher became Prime Minister. So just like May 1979, May 2018 is going to be a celebration. When Thatcher Wright becomes Drew Galloway Invitational Tournament Champion, the whole of the UK will celebrate. I'm sure there'll be street parties 
I'm sure Carol Thatcher will even congratulate him herself, and I'll be welcomed in the Thatcher family even more. So if Carol is looking to find you on social media to pass on her congratulations, where can she find you? So Thatcher Wright on Twitter, Facebook, again, just search Thatcher Wright, come up. Instagram is Thatcher Wright again. I am the only one there, no underscores, no backslashes. I am the original, I am the one Thatcher Wright. Uh, my name is Theo Thoros. And who are you representing in the tournament? I'm representing uh, Reckless Intent in the West Lothian Reckless Intent Pro Wrestling School. And where else do you wrestle apart from Reckless? Um, I've wrestled at Discovery, Brad Pro, um, uh, ICW, I've appeared at ICW, I've appeared at Source, I've appeared up at UPW, United Pro Wrestling up north. Um, uh, they're just the ones that come to mind straight away. And how long have you been wrestling? Uh, I've been wrestling for three years. What's your favourite match of all time? Favourite match of all time is probably Rock versus Hogan from WrestleMania 18. If anybody hadn't seen you before, how would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences on your style? Um, I'd probably say it's a mixed bag. Um, I can brawl. I can My technical stuff might not be great, but I can brawl. I can do some high flying stuff and a big variation. And who's been your favourite opponent to date? Oh, loads. Uh, it's hard to pick out one. Two that probably stick out straight away are Michael Chase and Chris Renfrew. If you could face anybody in the Scottish scene, who would it be? Oof. The two dream ones, the two big ones for me would be uh, Mikey Whiplash and Joe Coffey. Any, anybody wrestling at the moment worldwide, if you could go one-on-one? <sighs> no idea. Um, I'm going to go for AJ Styles, just because I think he's the best in the world. Certainly is. Um, have you any short-term goals in your wrestling career? Short-term goals are just to get as much experience wrestle in as many places as possible and have as much fun as possible. What's your goals long-term? Um, <clears throat> my goals long-term are same as my short-term goals, wrestle in as many places as possible, as often as possible, and have as much fun as possible. The last question to do with the tournament is, what have you got to say against the other 15 wrestlers you'll be competing against? I'm here to stand out, to show that as good as the products are from the west of Scotland that there's also great talent coming out of elsewhere and I'm here to stand out and here to win the whole thing. And where can people find you on social media? Um, find me on social media uh, on Twitter at Theo10Doros, Instagram the same Theo10Doros and on Facebook as OTheodoros. Next up is Kyle Chaos against Ace Anderson. Following this, there will be a moment of his thoughts on trainees and his competitors in the tournament from Ross Watson slash Kid Fight of the PBW Wrestling Academy. Kyle Chaos. And who are you representing in the tournament? Glasgow Pro Wrestling Asylum. And how long have you been training? As of November 9th this year, it will be four years. What was your reason for getting into wrestling? It was something that's always been like kind of the back of my mind, like I wanted to do it. Yep. And before GPDA, GPWA came along, there was obviously Source and uh, PBW. Yep. And I had a friend who was a PBW who I went and seen like do his debut match. This would have been, I want to say, early 2014. So watching him and loads of others make their debut, it was a, I think it was an Academy Attack 2, right. if I'm right. Um, watching him, I was just like, hmm, I want to give this a go. But obviously, I the one close to me, but, you know, weighing out the options at first and then I started seeing GPW getting like uh, promoted 
So I was like, oh, okay, what's this? And then details for that started coming out. I was like, I'm going to make a go of this. If I'm meant to do it, I will make it through. And ever since then, that's where I've been going. Have you wrestled anywhere else other than with, with GPWA so far? Um, since starting, it's really just been GPWA, which has now got a separate brand called Wrestling Experience Scotland, and our trainer Lionheart's promotion, Pro Wrestling Elite, yep. down in there, and obviously ICW. For anybody who's not seen you before, how would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences on you? It's kind of changed actually since I started. Like I was a wee bit of a high flyer to start with, but then as I changed, my style's changed. Like I've still got a high flyer in me, but I don't use it as much. So now it's kind of varies. I like to keep stuff like kind of hybridish, hybridish. So how would you describe your character now? Well, from going, it's pretty much been in three stages. Like it was the typical baby face at first, you know, oh, come on guys, clap the hands, we shout to late buzzard there. <laughs> Um, you know, drop kicks, jumping off the second or top rope with stuff like cross bodies and also drop kicks, which really hurts when you hit the mat from the top rope by the way with a drop kick. Um, you know, arm drag, stuff like that. To, when it was the rich kids gimmick, I kind of just took all that stuff away. The striking kind of became, kind of grew from there for right. me, which I've always kept on with me, but I got more strike heavy, I'd say, with the rich kids gimmick. And yet at the same time, it's hard. I guess at the time it was mostly Echo and Austin just doing most of the stuff, so I just mostly just put my strikes in and that was about it. Right. And then whoever I was in the ring with, they'd fling me a bit, as <laughs> usual. But now, I don't know, I feel like my strikes have just gotten more vicious. Everything I do has gotten a bit more vicious. I'm a bit more calculating rather than just rushing in and doing stuff. So that way everything's kind of evolved for me. So as long as you've been wrestling, who's been your favourite opponent to go against so far? When it came to tag team wise, there's two matches that always stood out. Has always stood out for me. No, that's a lie. Three. Any match with the current incarnation of the Purge, Stevie James and Crowbar. Yep. Um, the brief time of Wolfgang and Stevie James, which were known as the James Gang. Right. And that was Night of the Asylum three, if I'm right, when I had that match. And it would have been two or three years ago for the Elite Dumbo. It was myself and Austin against. TJ Raging Blaze. Right. I very much enjoyed that match. Like that was something I really felt I excelled at. And if you could go against anybody in the Scottish scene, who would be your dream opponent? Oh, Scottish scene. Without a doubt, there's two names that have stuck out for me for a while, and that is Stevie Boy and BT Gun. And if you could go against anybody worldwide, who would be your dream opponent? Oh, worldwide. Uh, One name I'd say that sticks out because I kind of take a bit of him. And with me because he's a bit of an inspiration, and that'd be um, Sammy Callahan, right? Because his strikes are quite vicious, and I take my pump kicks like his, kind of. So I take that, that inspiration a wee bit. And what are your short-term goals in wrestling? Short-term goals right now are to expand as much through Scotland right now as possible, because obviously I've only been involved with the three. Yeah. But I would like to expand into more of them. Like Discovery is one yep. that I really quite like in Edinburgh. That I'd love to work for. As well as um, Target, I've seen Target. I've always heard good things about Target. And I've seen that they do a lot of good stuff. I'm like, oh, I'd like to have a wee good work stuff. Them, I'd say, and quite closer as well. Uh, BCW, I'd very much like to work with them because they run my hometown, Kilmarnock. Right. So that's always been something for me there. What's your long-term views for wrestling? Long-term is to get as much travelled as possible, whether it be Europe, America, if possible, Japan because the 
the calibre just over there is amazing. Yeah. And I'd love to get a chance to train over there. As much as it would probably kill me. Yeah. You know, I just love that opportunity. You've got 15 other competitors in the tournament. What would you like to say to them before you go against them? Personally, the 15 of them don't bother me too much because I don't have to face all 15. If I had to face all 15, I'd be a bit worried. But because I only have to face, what, four of them? Four. Four. That's all I need to focus on. Whoever it is I need to focus on, that's who I need to run through. That's who I need to prove that I'm the best about here. And as we record this, the first round have been announced. So who is it you're up against? I have got Ace Anderson, who, as previously mentioned, was actually the friend that I went and seen made right. his debut before I even started training. And he's someone who's came back to wrestling after mm-hmm. a stage of a little bit of absence. That's certainly a good turnaround that comes with that then. Mm-hmm. So anything else you want to say or share before we finish up? The renaming of this tournament to the Drew Galloway tournament. This opens so much doors, in my personal opinion. Now, as much as everyone's going to say so much stuff like, oh, I'm going to batter such and such, or I'm going to beat up such and such, or I am the best of this, I am the best of that, blah, 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 blah. The point is, we should all, apart from us all, should be grateful. We were picked over so many others. Like, I'm not going to lie, I generally didn't think I was going to get picked this year, because there was at least two names I would put in front of myself. And that was Kefi West and Paxo. I generally would have put them in front of me. So there must be something about me that they feel I should be in this tournament. Because they mentioned about last year, I narrowly missed out on it. So I think I've got as good a chance as any just taking this title. And where can people find you on social media? I am on both Twitter and Instagram at Kyle underscore chaos. That's with a KH91. And just Kyle Chaos on Facebook. Perfect, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries, my name's Ace Anderson. And um, where are you training? Training at the PBW Academy. And how long have you been training for? Well, actually, I, I started when I was 12 years old. I started years and years ago. But I, you know, just growing up, being a teenager and stuff, I kind of took, took time away from it. But I, I've just been back kind of the past two years, really, chasing it this time and putting the work in, you know. And how old are you at the moment? 22. Right. What's your reason for wrestling? I just, I guess I just always loved it. Like, my, I, I'm a young father, and that was kind of thing got me to come back and inspired me to, to kind of get back into it. I thought like it, it would be a good example to set to my kid that I'm chasing my dreams and doing things I want to do. How old your kid? Uh, he's like one and a half. Right. So yeah. a, bit, a bit young to be taken to the wrestling. So yeah, yeah right. oh, absolutely, yeah. You're training at the moment. Have you wrestled for PBW so far? Uh, I've done like the showcase right. in, in, in the academy shows, yeah. And so just... Will the, the tournament be your first time wrestling outside of PBW? Uh, no, I've done, I've done a couple of spots. I, I, like I've done uh, like Rock and Wrestle and stuff in West Lothian and things like that, SSW and places right. like this. And how would you describe your wrestling style or any big wrestling influences on you? It's weird, all my influences aren't really the style of wrestling, it's really strange. But like, uh, I guess it's kind of the high-flying maybe a, a spot of Lucha Libre kind of stuff. Right. But my influences in wrestling are always like the lads and life characters, you know. Who was your favourites growing up? Well, I, although he was obviously a great wrestler as well, I loved Ric Flair, uh, Shawn Michaels, but I like the characters obviously like Undertaker and things like that. You said you've had a few matches so far, so who's been your favourite opponent you've been against? Uh, it's probably sounds really biased, but uh, my coach, Kid Fight. That's my debut match. Right. How did that go? Yeah, it went it went all right. It went really good. It was, but it was one of those things like it's probably just because he's the most experienced person, you know, to do that wrestling kind of thing. Yeah. And it was good to obviously be in the ring with the person that's kind of taught me everything I know, you know. 
If you could go against anybody in the Scottish scene, who would be the, the dream opponent for you? Uh, Stevie Xavier. Um, any reason just... Just uh, he came from here as well and I think he's killing it at the moment. Yes, um, certainly across everywhere. And of anybody active in the whole wrestling world at the moment, if you could just pick one guy to come in and say this is the match I want to have. Probably Chris Jericho I guess. You said you've been away for wrestling and you came back again. At the moment, what are your short term goals? Just to be wrestling as much as I can and, 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 and get better at my craft and, and progress really. And uh, long term, where do you see wrestling taking you? Well, I, I think I think everyone that gets into wrestling wants to go to the WWE. But uh, for me, it's obviously that's always going to be a factor for everyone. But for me, it's just getting as good as I can be at it, and, and hopefully wrestling as much as I possibly can. You know. And you're going into this tournament. What what words have you got for the other fifteen guys that you're going to be going against? Good luck. Anything else you want to say before we finish up? Nah, not really, man. I'm not one for doing shit promos or whatever. I was just going to need to see how, see how it all progresses. And you know, it's a big opportunity for all of us. And I'm going to do what everyone else has, has got in their mind and, and just grab it as much as I can, you know. I'm going to win the tournament, that's just a matter of fact. <laughs> before we started recording, you were saying about your music, anything in that stage you want to mention? Um, nah, not really, man. Unfortunately, I was trying to focus... Well, not unfortunately, I was just trying to focus on the wrestling, you know. Yeah. And for anybody to find you, where can you get you on social media? Uh, for Twitter, it's Ace Anderson. For with Instagram, it's Adam Anderson. And uh, on Facebook, it's Ace Anderson UK. So I'm here with Ross Watson, Kid Fight. Just want to ask you, what's your thoughts on the three guys you've got in the tournament? Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it was uh, Red Lightning reached out to me, and he's kind of doing that thing with the, you know, all the different skills, yeah. send people and what's not. I think it's a great idea, first of all. So I kind of first off at the academy, you've seen a wee bit today. Yeah. Uh, I judge it in different things like who's putting in the work and stuff. Uh, you don't just pick three random ones you pick in, and it's for me. I had to pick three guys that have done some of my academy attack shows. That's a normal process. Academy yeah. attack, then you do the showcase matches at the school shows. Yeah. That you might have seen, and then after that, we start getting them to like Barkey. We've got a few things up there. So I wanted guys that have kind of done that stuff because obviously the, the standards are very high at the, the, the tournament that's coming yeah. up because it's like all the schools are sending their best. Um, so that's what brought me Prince Assad, um, Ace Anderson and Jesse Santana. Um, start with Ace Anderson. Um, Ace actually trained years ago. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm talking East School Bride days. Um, and he trained there. I think he got to that age. He was young because I've always took them 12 and up or whatever. Yeah. But um, he was young, I think he got to that kind of late teenage phase where he went to do it, have a drink with his pals and uh, you know, it's normal and a lot of people do that and they don't come back. But he came back and obviously, because he'd done such a, he'd done a fair bit back in the day, um, he progressed faster and stuff like that and he's working hard and he was a guy, like a man, sorry, he's obviously yeah. a young lad now. And um, But the thing with Ace is, I think he's a really good uh, blue eye, if you will. Um, you know, he's got the long hair, he's got the tattoos, he looks cool, that's yeah. half, the, half the battles, but he's got an image you could market to the ICW fan base, but like much like BT Gun, but you could also market to the, the you know the family shows, yeah. and then you get wrestlers that can only do one or the other, and then you get guys that can do both, and I think, obviously wrestling just now in his experience level, he's not ready for ICW, yeah. but this asylum thing's perfect for him, um, the, sorry the Drew Galloway Invitational, but it's kind of like, oh, it's like ICW reserve, it, it, it's only one strategy. It gets your face known, and that's exactly in your part of it. Dallas will be there. Exactly, and you're trying to get faces and voices out there. Yeah. Um, so it certainly is a stepping stone towards it for Exactly, him. and he's much like Dylan Angel, I think you know him. Yeah, Ace is, Ace is one of the athletic ones that can do all the flips that put us old ones to shame, you know what I mean? So I think if he's, yeah, given the right opponent, and if he's never, I mean, he done one at Source recently, done a show for them, because yeah. all the schools are kind of trying to use each other's guys now, which I think is great. There's a lot of England, and that's, 
something that was really good to see because I go to a lot of these kind of trainee shows that I see you go to Source and uh, I've got GPWA after this today. Yeah, great. And so you start to see these faces and it lets people see different experience. So mm-hmm. it's, you might get taught something here, but when you go against a guy from another school, you get taught something slightly different way. Me- then it might say, actually, that might work if I do it and opens Absolutely. Absolutely. I literally just said that to my guys earlier on. I was talking to them, I took some of the when you got here, there was some of the experience yeah. one in here. I said, one thing I'm not noticing is I don't know, I know they're not bad, I teach them to be polite and that, but I think they're just. You know, intimidated. I said, see all these showcase matches you're all doing. I mean, every locker room you've got a Blaze, a BT Gun, a Stevie Xavier. Very rarely do I see any of these. Fair do Stevie because he's the main event, he's on next. But see if BT's on first. And it's not a dig at BT because he's not getting asked to do it. Aye. But very rarely do I see any of these guys watching the showcase match. I mean, why he's not asking them? Aye, then give your feedback. I see, yeah, I see. I read a lot of books and you hear podcast stuff. So I think you'll go to something more experienced if you check the match and get a bit of feedback and see what it's like. Absolutely, absolutely. A lot of the guys, even further up the level, the ICW guys, was asking Al Snow to watch their match and that the other night. Because if somebody's been at a level higher than you, you should always try and seek their, you know, their feedback or anything they've got. Yeah. And I, I pride myself on my, I don't want my trainees, I don't want any trainees like this. But what I say to them as well, I say, if you're wanting praise, don't ask for feedback. You know, yeah. there's been people over the years, I'm not going to name names, but, uh, you know, that have kind of gone like me, but they, they say any feedback, but they're not wanting feedback, they're wanting compliments, or because yeah. I'm a promoter, they won't get any feedback, but they're not wanting feedback, they want to know if they can get booked. Yeah. Uh, you should ask for genuine feedback, and if it's negative, I'd, I would prefer negative stuff, because if somebody just goes, see if a, like a yank goes like, yeah, it was good, man, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, they're being polite, but that's just generic one-on-one. Yeah, you're not going to, you can't can through on that, even, it could be a silly thing that they see, and it might be their preference, but it makes you go away and look at it. Same, yeah. same in any joke, because I think criticism, people can often take the wrong way, but it's, if that's what people are noticing, then that's the, just bits to polish and exactly. change it. It's no saying that you're terrible, it's that you could do this, you could be better. It's a, a lot of times people just don't want to tell you the stuff because they think you know what you're good at. Yeah, And no, then exactly. it's just taking it in that way. No, exactly. So you'd mentioned there about Ace, um, mm-hmm. so just move on to uh, Prince Assad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've seen him a bit, we've seen some ICW stuff. Yep. Seen him around the scene a bit. Um, what are your thoughts on him and his chances? Yeah, Assad's really good. He's probably, um, looking at the three of them, he's the one with the most experience that I'm sending. Still, yeah. still very green, still learning the business, but he's kind of made a wee, he's managed to get a few wee contacts in Newcastle, running about that area. He's yeah. done some shows. Um, the thing with Assad that really helped him, Assad's the old, you talk about paying your dues in wrestling, Assad's got a car and he's just one of those guys that you need to lift to the show, I'll go, and if guys like me, myself or Blaze or Lou or Krieger, they'll be like, they'll try and get him on the shows, and yeah. that's how that goes, it's always went, well, it's been like that as long as I can remember, so Assad's managed to actually, he's got a bit out and got his name out and that, and then obviously, um, Dallas liked the idea of having the kind of, you know, the pure dead, uh, not pure dead, <laughs> we laugh about that because <laughs> I stole the word pure. Um, <laughs> no, it was a uh, pure gangster. Yeah. You know, you get the three kind of brothers, I call them my brothers, my all good mates. Aye. And I say it's different, man, you know, and he got off and running with that, but then, um, you know, not for me to say, Aye. one thing led Pretty to another. One thing led to another, oh, oh, two things. One thing led to another, and they're, they're more there now. Um, but I mean, Donnie's taking time away for the business, but Assad will get back in eventually. Yeah, and this is a good, again, that's another chance for him to get in front of the another dynamic, do you know what I mean? The yeah. thing is, with Assad, he was very much doing that kind of comedy thing there. But Assad's a really aggressive heel wrestler, and he can be a right, like, I watch him and I'm like, I see bits of myself in there, just because fucking, why like, fight everybody and all that, and it makes sense, he trained here. Yeah. But Assad's actually can be a really good face as well, and he's got some fancy flippy moves, so, yeah. he's what we, and then he's going to get, he done camps last year, but that's what they really learned, they really learned the camps, right? That's where, that's where we're are made yeah. the camps. But this year he's going to get a lot more of them because he's at a level last year we kind of had to sneak him on, no sneak him on, but yeah, I couldn't, Brian can't be trusting me to do it and I'm putting on loads of trainees. Yeah. 
So we had to kind of like just give him a wee one near the end and that. But this year he's at a level where we can definitely get him on. Right. You know what I mean? And um, I just think that Assad's like, no matter what they throw at him in the tournament, you know, you could shut the little ear going, yeah, you're a bad guy. Sorry, break it down like that. Yeah. But he'll be able to, he'll be able to do it, no problem. They can yeah. do it. And all three of them can actually. Yeah. But Assad, Assad's definitely got the experience advantage as far as our guys go. Uh, moving on to Jesse, so when I've, I've been discussing my gears for this podcast with people, and when I said that the people on it, when I mentioned Jesse, he's somebody who's made an impression quite quickly with his character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it's different, isn't it? On the showcase match, like the PBW Academy matches and stuff that he's been yeah. on, so excuse your thoughts on it. Well, a, a real example is when I run the Academy Attack shows, it's friends and family of the trainees. Yeah. And we're, we're quite regular fans, or people that attend the shows like yourself, yeah. more than welcome. Um, but we can't we can't advertise these locally um, because then there's a lot of minors on the shows. Yeah. So we've got to kind of keep a close eye on it and just be aware of everything. There's all most part it's the parents and stuff like that. And one of the other things I noticed is the guy, guy before Jesse was looking sharp. Yeah. Now I've had guys on like you know um, guys I'm not writing any names but guys on that didn't have any of their friends or family there. Yeah. And it's all the two hundred people there friends and family. They'll be polite and they'll clap and that, but they're not really into it. Yeah. They're just. They're these people are. They're they're, 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 they're
He's just, it's just that kind of character. People are going to There's a definitely, it's the same way, like Lou and Grady or whatever. You see, there's people you can see and you just know immediately there's something, there's a bit of gravitas and they own themselves and you, the person that stands out in the room and certainly see him his performance really well. That's it. And the characters that I said earlier on, uh, Grado, uh, Lou and Jesse, those are the, the, the guys, and, and all three of them you know, more than capable in the ring. And it's those guys, that, and the, uh, Jesse in, in particular is really quite, you know, he's athletic, he puts yeah. him, he's, he's through his own admittance, he's not in the best shape just now, yeah. but that guy can move, he can drop a gear, like see if you took all the gimmicks off him, he can go and wrestle, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And uh, those guys like Jesse are the guys that are going to love him in the holiday parks, they're going to love that, yeah. right? But they're going to, if he got the right push and the right kind of storyline behind them, they're going to love him at ICW. Aye. And it's that's what I try and teach here at the academy, I say, I, I say you've got to be ready for all the different types of shows. Yeah. You got to be, you got to have like you got to, if somebody wants you, you got to do it. You know, pure stuff is coming through. Not my cup of tea, but all power to them. Well, they're, they're trying to kind of like make it out as if it's real Aye. again, which is great, right? Yeah. I hate the word real, but you know, and it's all very submission and stuff like that. I mean, I could honestly, if somebody tried to book me to do that, I mean, I, unless the money was really good, I probably wouldn't it was, go. It was something I picked up there because I know you do a lot of the Hollywood Park stuff. But my mum and dad foster kids, so they were always doing it. Craig Tara with the yeah. wings. Um, Tell me about, and I've, I go, I, I know you mostly for ICW, mm-hmm. so when the Wayne's come and talk to me, and I'm Humpty Dumpty and all that, it's Baldy and Humpty Dumpty and all that sort of stuff, and I'm like, it's not who I see when I see you wrestle, well, but it, it's yeah. about being able to do that a bit differently, and I did hear you talking about that in the training, but if you're eight or nine weeks into a holiday camp run, there's different, you know what to be doing, super bad, you know bad taking seven, fucking ten, ten, ten bumps, and you know, if Jesse was shining up on me, and he's like, I'll do this, 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 I'll be like, mate, I'm eight weeks in, I've done 40, maybe 45 matches in the last Aye. eight weeks, I'm not taking eight bumps in your shine, Aye. no matter how exciting it is and how good it is, I'm saying we can make it just as exciting with your character, me being a big Humpty Dumpty baddie, and two well-placed big flashy bumps. Do you yeah, know I mean? and you don't need to do it, there's, there's ways to do it, the guys, from what they're saying and from what I've seen, they definitely look like they're getting trained to be ready for everything, so, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, thanks for your time and talking about the guys. Aye, bro, cheers, man. Now on to the second half of the matches, we have the Bone Collector, Irvin Garrett, against the natural, Craig Anthony. My name is Irvin Garrett, I am the Bone Collector. And who are you representing in the tournament? I'm representing the home side of GPWA. When did you begin training? Uh, I began my training on November the 9th, 2014. And what was your reason for training to wrestle? One of my best friends, uh, Tam Naran McGill, began training at PBW yep. and his, uh, my friend was doing very well and unfortunately got injured and uh, is currently still on the shelf uh, but he was telling me all these stories about how great wrestling training was yep. uh, and so when the GPWA started kind of announcing themselves as a, as a training facility and with the coaching staff that they have uh, I just kind of I signed up I was I, I actually signed up while I was in the queue for a Rev Pro show in London to right. see Shinsuke Nakamura right. in a match, and so that's uh, where that's where I was when I signed up to start wrestling. And uh, do you wrestle anywhere other than GPWA? I've wrestled in GPWA and PWE down in there. Yeah. And how would you describe your wrestling style, or any big influences on your wrestling wise? I am a junior technical wizard. I am a I am a technician, a submission specialist, and my style is based on. A little bit of world of sport with Johnny Sane uh, and that sort of uh, escapology sort of style, yep. and also a mixture of uh, some Japanese style submission wrestling. 
Minoru Suzuki and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. are huge influences for me. And who's been your favourite opponent you've faced so far? In my first singles match uh, at A Night of the Asylum, I took on BT Gun. That was a huge moment for me. Uh, and not long after that, I also took on Wolfgang, uh, who you know, is going on to the forefront of Scottish yep. wrestling at the moment. Two uh, of the best. Two of the best. Well, that might steal my next question, because it was, who would be your dream opponent in the Scottish scene? Oh, I'd love to face both those two men again and beat them this time. <laughs> last time, last time I, I had uh, notches in the L column, but uh, next time I think I'll try for try for a real victory. Other people I'd like to face right now, dream Scottish opponent. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to fight those two. I'd love to have another match with Lewis Gervin, uh, and I'd like to have a match with Mikey Whiplash down the line. And if you could face anybody in the world right now, who would it be? Oh. The top guys in New Japan Pro Wrestling are inspirational heroes to me, and their their aces, Hiroshi Tanahashi. I'd love to have a match with him. I I went to Wrestle Kingdom in January in right. in Tokyo and uh, saw them all for up close uh, and loved every minute of it. And Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada. I would love to wrestle those. Okay. And what's your short-term goals in wrestling? Short-term goals in wrestling are, first and foremost, to win the Galloway Tournament 2018. Uh, Galloway, Drew Galloway Invitational 2018. Uh, as a short-term goal, that's my first one. Any others would include working for ICW and mm, winning gold. What's your long-term wrestling goals? Again, ICW and gold would sound very nice to me. I'm a huge fan of... I'm a huge fan of how the pro wrestling elite world heavyweight title looks. Yeah. I'd love to have that around my waist. Very old, uh, the £10 pounds of gold NWA style. Mm. So, with a tournament upcoming, what would you like to say to the other 15 men you'll be coming against? I'd say, get ready. Be prepared. I'm going to be coming for body parts, arms and legs. That's my entire game. I'm a bone collector. And uh, if there's anything else you'd like to say or let people know about I just say that people should be following uh, Wrestle Experience Scotland on Twitter for news about upcoming shows made with GPWA staff and uh, talent. And what people look to find yourself, where can they get you on social media? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Irv Garrett, they can find me on Instagram at Irving Garrett, all one word, and they can find me on Facebook at Irv Garrett Wrestler. I am Craig Anthony. And who are you representing in the tournament? I'm representing Source Wrestling School. Uh, when did you begin your training? I started training in February of 2017, last year. Um, what's your reason for taking up wrestling? Uh, it's always been something I've wanted to do. Um, I've uh, loved wrestling since I was as a kid. I've got four older brothers used to watch their VHS tapes growing up, they're like uh, Warrior, Hulk Hogan, and stuff like that. They had a big VHS collection. And then from that, I got into it myself, watched the Atchid era, and then I have just something that's never really left me, and uh, I've always been quite athletic and, and and stuff and into it. And everybody always says to me, you should you should try it, but it was never really that accessible. I didn't think or I didn't know anyway growing up in like west coast of Scotland. And then obviously the, the British scene kind of blew up, ICW blew up. It became a lot more accessible. And basically one night uh, last year, New Year's Eve, no, I New Year's night I was uh, at a party. And the girl I know who works for ICW, Robin. 
Uh, she pretty much just says, we drunkenly talking about it, and she says, I know a trainer, like, I'll put you in touch, you've got to do it. If you're serious about it, and I was like, never been more serious about anything in my life, so she put me in touch with Whippy, uh, dropped him a message, and the rest is history. And how would you describe your wrestling style, or any big influences on you? I do a lot of high flying, but like, that's what Whippy says as well, like, he tries to uh, teach all the trainees to be kind of Swiss Army knives, and to be able to do any kind of style. So I'm kind of competent. Everybody, everybody at Source is competent in like all kind of styles, but obviously they have their their own strengths and weaknesses and stuff. I'm a bit of a high fly, being a smaller, more athletic guy. Um, uh, but I so yeah, a lot of kind of influences I take is Shawn Michaels, um, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, um, Eddie Guerrero, uh, guys like that. Kind of my style. You could see probably kind of. Little glints of them in my style, I suppose. Uh, you said there, you very recently began training, but who's been your favourite opponent you've faced so far? Uh, Lewis Garvin, probably. He uh, he was my debut match, and he really pushed me uh, to kind of uh, to show like my kind of uh, what I can what I can do and uh, my, my my full potential. So that was that was a good a good match. It was fun, kind of. Um, uh, left it all out there kind of thing um, so I, I definitely, definitely that. and if you could face anybody in the Scottish scene who would you like to go I'll give you three BT Gun Joe Coffey Mikey Whiplash any particular reasons for any of them uh, well, just three guys that in the past few years have been at the absolute top of their game in Scotland um, so like they why, why, why go for everybody else? You know what I mean? Like you're going to learn, you're going to learn from them. And obviously, personally, we, we Mikey, he's he's trained me, and I know how good he is. Like, like not from just seeing it, him work in ICW and elsewhere, but seeing him actually, uh, his mindset for the kind of business and stuff, uh, first hand at training and that. Like it was just a guy that I'd love to get in there. I must say, for anybody who's not seen Mikey Whiplash at Source, they're missing out. <laughs> If you think you've seen ICW, you've seen everything. Well, well that's Definitely the thing. place to see him at source. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's, he's, he can do everything. He's uh, not just a, a deathmatch guy. He can do yeah. absolutely everything. So, if you could face anybody in the world, who would you like to go against? Uh, Shawn Michaels in his prime. If, well, I mean, when did he not have a prime? He's, he's always been the, the Mr. WrestleMania showstopper. So, uh, Shawn Michaels. And what are your short-term goals in wrestling? Uh, when the Drew Gallery... Invitational 2018. Apart from that, uh, I just use that as a platform to get myself out there, get my name, get my brand, uh, show people what I can do, uh, get booked all over the country, uh, up and down, up and down the country. Yeah, man, just put myself out there, show people what I can do, and uh, and I. Long term, where are your goals sitting wrestling? Size, I can go, man. Uh, if anybody's, if any, like. I don't see the point in being in this business if you don't want to go to the absolute top. And for me and for everybody else, that's, that's WWE, isn't it? You can't, I mean, they don't, no one does it better. Yeah. New Japan are great, I would absolutely love to work in Japan anywhere. Um, so yeah, man, just to get to the top, the absolute top. And you said there about you're out to win the tournament. What would you like to say to the other 50 wrestlers you'd be competing against? Well, I'm probably the most, uh, the most green guy in there. Uh, with the least experience but what I do have is absolute passion determination and drive which has gave me the moniker the natural 
And that's not just because I'm naturally athletic and I'm naturally good at this, it's because I put the work in day in and day out of training every day. I don't do things by half. Anything I do, I'm going full out. And that's why I'm on this card and that's why I deserve to be there. And everyone on that show is going to see why. Have you got anything else you'd like to say or share before we finish up? Uh, nothing, I think, just uh, something that uh, uh, Kai Williams King reiterated is that uh, social wrestling school, I think, is definitely overlooked sometimes in the uh, in the schools in Scotland. And I think it's one of the best for producing some of the, the best talent out there and uh, some of the best trainers in there too. And just a big shout out to them and everything that all the guys will do. Much respect for them all. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, Twitter and Instagram will be at Craig AR underscore and Facebook it'll be facebook.com slash the natural Craig Anthony. Next match is between two men with an equal contempt for the fans in the audience. It is never short of a word, Austin Osiris against Kai Williams King. My name is Big Money Austin Osiris. And I have been defeat, undefeated on GPWA £5 Wrestling for 459 days as of this recording. In the tournament you'll be representing GPWA, that's correct? That is correct. Uh, when did you begin training with GPWA? I was the very first person to walk through the door of GPWA. The very first. Right. You got all these people who in last year's tournament who in in this year's tournament will claim that GPWA is their house and they run the asylum and this, that and the next thing. I was the first person to walk through the door of GPWA. I was the first person to walk through the door of GPWA because I've been around the guys that run GPWA for a long time. They've always needed Big Money's help and Big Money's always been there to help them. So what does GPWA mean to me? What does it mean to represent GPWA? Quite frankly, it's about time. Last year, I wasn't in the tournament. Did a GPWA guy win? Quite frankly, the fact that a GPWA guy didn't win the first tournament held in the asylum is a disgrace. GPWA has produced a lot of great stars. Big Money is the best, the greatest. And that's proven time and time again, every time I step in the ring, by my undefeated streak. And what was your reason for getting into wrestling then? My reason for getting into wrestling, well, you know, wrestlers seem to have all this fame, all this accolade. They go on these expeditions to collect gold and championships. Big Money wants a part of that. I want to be famous. I'm already rich. People know me. People love me. But wrestling fans, they don't seem to care about Big Money yet. They like to boo me. They like to shout mean things my way. But yet, they'll happily collect my dollar bills as I throw them from the top rope when I make my entrance. Every single entrance, by the way. $20 million on the floor. For anyone to collect. But yet, they boo me. So, where else have you wrestled other than GPWA? Well, Big Money likes to keep his private life private. I've wrestled all over the world. However, in terms of, you know, local area that you people would know... Those of you that do your research, Austin Osiris has been wrestling for GPWA. I've wrestled for the big time in this country, ICW, as part of the Rich Kids of Instagram, which I'm sure we'll get into based on who else is in this tournament. I've wrestled in Wales. I've wrestled for a few companies around the place. Uh, I've wrestled in England 
far as Britain goes, I've covered all the bases. And for anyone who hasn't seen you before, how would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences <laughs> on you? My wrestling style. My wrestling style is my wrestling style. A lot of people these days want to see flips. They want to see fast-paced action. I go in there and I get the job done. End of story. And who's been your favourite opponent you've went against so far in your career? My favourite opponent. They all blur into one. When you've been undefeated for as long as I have, and you've wrestled as many people as I have, they all blur into one. Of course I've got my favourites. I love embarrassing the Govan team, which, by the way, I beat them twice. Pinned Ravy Davy twice. We all want to talk about him. He's not in this tournament. I beat him twice. So that was a fun little day out to the asylum. I enjoyed that. And if you could go against anyone in the Scottish scene that you've not faced yet, who would you like to get in the ring with? It's not so much who would I like to get in the ring with, it's who do I want to add my, to my collection of my undefeated streak. There's loads of names out there. I'll, I'll tell you this, I was the first GPWA trainee to wrestle all of the coaches. No one, to my knowledge, I, I tell a lie, Kez Evans has done it. But to my knowledge, only person to have done that. First person to have done that. So that was on my to-do list, was to add the coaches to my undefeated streak. And since the streaks began, I haven't faced any of them. So I'd quite happily wrestle Lionheart, BT Gun, Wolfgang, Red Lightning, Jack Jester. Because they're the guys that put me in the ring. I'd, I'd like to show them just how good I am. You said earlier that you've wrestled around the world. On your next adventure into the wrestling world, who would be your ideal dream worldwide opponent? The, the dream worldwide opponent for big money. The big money match that we all want to see. Well... I have some scientists, they're working on some things, they're working on this thing called cloning, I don't know if you guys know about it yet. The idea is, in Las Vegas, Nevada, United States of America, yeah. big money versus big money for the big money championship on the biggest stage of them all, that's the dream match right there. And what are your short term goals while your scientists are working on that cloning? The short-term goals, well, you know, every day you wake up, you continue that undefeated streak. That's the goal. The undefeated streak, by the way, longer than CM Punk's record-breaking championship reign. That's the, the longest reign of the modern era. Yeah. I know Bruno Sammartino died recently. I'm aiming for that. I, my short-term goals is to wake up every day, remain undefeated, and defeat Bruno's legacy. That's the goal. Yeah. And what a, a longer term, will you get towards that money versus money match, what else is in the future for you? What's in the future for Austin Osiris? What's in the future for big money? Who knows? I, I mean, my scientists haven't developed a time machine yet. I can't look into the future and tell you what's going to happen. As much as I'd like to. Every day, forking money into that science plant, but nothing happens. Apparently time travel's too difficult. In the first round of the tournament, you're against uh, Kyle King. Have you any words for him or any other competitors you may come across in the tournament? Yeah. Kai Williams King, well, quite frankly, I haven't seen much of Kai Williams King. I watched the tournament last year, and he wasn't somebody in that tournament that stood out to me. Quite frankly, he was one of the people that I looked at and thought, why is he here when I'm not? So going into this match with Kai Williams King, I... I I know he's had a change of attitude. Maybe he's 
found something in him that's going to change the way he wrestles, change the way things go. I know that, quite frankly, Kai Williams King has the same attitude towards the people of Scottish wrestling that I do now. He's had that awakening, and he's realised that these fans, maybe he shouldn't care about them as much. And I like that about him. At the end of the day, though, we're going into this tournament, and I'm going into this tournament to win. Now, a lot of these guys are in this tournament because they grew up as fans of Drew Galloway, of Drew McIntyre, the chosen one in WWE. I'm in this tournament because I'm close personal friends with Drew Galloway. And that's why I'm going to win. That's why I want to win. Because he's my friend. And this tournament is about me. As for who else is in the tournament, you've got Jack Dillon, who's in the tournament representing GPWA. He was one of the first people to lose during my undefeated streak. And do you know how he lost? Because he fell asleep in a match from a sleeper hold. And I put him to sleep in that match. Who else is in this tournament? Soldato? I beat him. I'd pin him already. Then we have the ones that everyone wants to talk about. The reason you've probably brought me here. You've got my old friends, the rich kids. Kyle Chaos, Aaron Echo. We've got a lot of history together. Myself and Kyle, we were teaming for over two years. We came into this business together. But when we left ICW, there was something that happened that not a lot of people know about. You remember the big famous Hydro match, 5-on-5, Team Dallas versus Black Label. I'll let you in on a little secret. Me and Kyle, we had had a bet going on on that match. I was smart. As much as I thought Black Label would win, I played it smart. I bet all my money on Mark Dallas. Kyle bet all his money on Red Lightning. That's why you see Kyle cutting around wearing the same comic book t-shirts day after day. And you see big money riding around limousines and flying private jets. As for Arden Echo, he's gone on and had great success. We used to be good friends, but he turned his back on me and Kyle. And he's done well. He won the tournament last year. Quite frankly, he's probably the biggest challenge I've got going into this tournament. But do I think that he can beat me? No. Outside of those in the tournament, you do have, you've mentioned a couple of names earlier, of people who you've had grudges against in GPWA and in the Wrestling Experience Scotland events that they've run recently. Um, a constant thorn on your side has been the Coven team, who you've said you've recently defeated. And the other one has been Big Ross Houser, <laughs> uh, who isn't in this tournament, and from speaking to him, was surprised at the time to hear that. Do you have any concerns about any outside influences coming for you during the tournament? Quite frankly, who isn't gunning for big money, as they've been saying on Twitter? Because they've been talking about this on Twitter. They've been talking about this on Twitter, how the Govan team are after me, how Jack Dillon's after me, Soldato's after me, and how Big Ross Hauser's after me. Hell, the Purge are after me too. Those guys, the smelly bikers. They're all after me. And you've got to ask yourself... Why are they all after me? Half of them I've defeated. I defeated Big Ross. The record book will show it. I count out victory last year. I count out victory. Yeah, it's still a victory. It's still a victory. Yeah. You win by count out. It's in the rules. 
I always play by the rules. And if you can make the rules work for you, then that's a victory. Yeah. As for them interfering in this tournament, I don't need to worry about it. Quite frankly, this tournament is supposed to be recognised as one of the most prestigious things that we'll be doing this year with Wrestling Experience Scotland and all these training schools coming together. So do I think that Red Lightning or anyone else is going to allow, say, Big Ross Hauser to walk through that curtain and come after me? Not a chance. They care too much about their image to let somebody like him enter this tournament unannounced. Anything else to say before we finish up? How long is it to the tournament? We've got one week, two weeks? And Yeah, a week on Sunday. I, I lose track of time when you're travelling all over the world, so many different time zones. This tournament is a change. Uh, last year we had the Asylum Invitational. And that was cool, it was a new thing. This year we're doing this in the name of Drew Galloway. He's gone back to America, he's doing well for himself, and he's going to be the first Scottish-born world heavyweight champion in WWE. Without a doubt. And I know that because Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre, as you call him, is my close personal friend. And for that reason, I'm going into this tournament to win. In his name. And all these fans, I'm going to take them out one by one. And when I say fans, I mean the guys in the tournament who are excited to have Drew Galloway's name attached to them because of what it might do for their careers going forward. I already have Drew Galloway's name attached to me. Me and Drew go way back. We've had a lot of fun together. We've had a lot of parties together. A lot of good times. I don't need that. I'm doing this for Drew and for the big money prize that comes at the end of it. Because that's what we're all here for, right? We all want to make money. I have money, but I want more money. I always want more money. Why the hell not? Money can change the world. Can invent time travel. Go back in time. Make more money. So going into this tournament, what I've got to say to everyone else is just know the simple fact. Money always wins. And where can people find you on social media? Where can they find me on social media? Real simple. Search for me. It's so simple to do a Google search nowadays. My Twitter handle, underscore Austin Osiris, if you can spell it, because I know that a lot of you can't, barely even say it. Facebook's the same. Just do a Google search. Type in big money. You'll see all of my accomplishments and you'll know exactly where to go. Guy Williams King. And who are you representing in the tournament? Source. And when did you begin training with Source? 2015. And what was your reason for starting to learn how to wrestle? Always wanted to be a wrestler. Decided to do it instead of just sitting masked and doing nothing with my life. Have you wrestled for anywhere other than Source so far? I wrestled for SWA Reckless and I was on the tournament last year as well. And for anyone who has not seen you before, how would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences on you? Uh, my wrestling style is fantastic. And in terms of influences, I don't really have any specific ones. Like, I watch mostly NXT and WWE, but people say my style is quite indie, which is bizarre to me because I don't watch the indies. <laughs> And who's been your favourite opponent you've faced so far in your career? Either Sam Barber or Stevie Xavier. And if you could go against anybody in the Scottish scene one-on-one, who would you like to face? Lewis Galvin. Any reasons? Uh, well, he helped train me for one. I just like his style. Uh, we have, I feel like he's got a very similar mindset that I do, and I just think he's a great wrestler. I just think it'd be a really good match. 
if you go against anybody in the world, who would be your dream opponent? Probably Cena. And what are your short term goals in wrestling? Short term, just keep getting better, keep getting booked more, end up more shows, and actually showing how good I am, because I don't think many people know how good I am. And long term, what would you like to do in wrestling? Long term, just literally go as high as I can possibly go. So, WWE, New Japan, that's the goal. So if I don't get there, I don't get there, but that's where the aim is. And if you had anything you'd like to say against the other 15 wrestlers you'd be going against in the tournament? Just get ready, because no, one, no one's going to be better than me. It don't really matter to me. Like, I think everyone's great, Like especially guys for Sosa, I know them inside it. But I genuinely believe that I'm better than everyone on that tournament. And that's genuine. Who is it you're going against first? Uh, I'm going up against Austin Osiris. Anything in particular for Austin? Get ready to get hit right in the face. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you'd like to say or share? Nah, that's it. Like, I just feel, you know, looking forward to this. I think it's a good chance for Source, myself, you know, Craig and Grant, three really underrated. Uh, wrestlers, I feel Source is underrated in general, uh, and it's a good chance for everyone to see how good we really are. And um, where can people find you on social media? Uh, Twitter.com slash KWK is King, and the same on Facebook, KWK is King. Next up, we have the high flying sensation Soldato, luckily through an interpreter we were able to find on the day, against the experienced Damien from WrestleZone in Aberdeen. So just for the benefit of our listeners, obviously our next competitor is not a native English speaker. So what we're going to do is he's going to convert his answers to his translator and then I'll cut all the Spanish out and we'll just stick with the, the translator's responses. So is that okay? Si, si. Yeah. So can I just ask you to introduce yourself? I am Soldato. And who are you representing in the tournament? Representing the Glasgow Pro Wrestling Asylum. And when did you begin training? I began training in November 2014, which will be four years this year. Well, what's your reason for wrestling? Reason for wrestling, there are a few similar story to most people. I've always watched wrestling, I've always enjoyed wrestling. Uh, just before I started to train, I was watching a lot of the, the UK independent scene and the growth of it. Yeah. Uh, from, from being at a show in my early teens, it was one of the, the tribute shows, and <laughs> the, the less said about them, the better. Seeing the, the progression of the British scene, I thought there was an opportunity there. I was 29 years old at the time, which is a, a quite a late age to start. I thought, I want to give this a, a wee try before I turned 30, and turned out I was actually all right at it, and, and here we are today. Other than GPWA, have you wrestled anywhere else so far? I've wrestled for quite a few promotions. Uh, I've wrestled for BCW, I've wrestled for ICW, Pro Wrestling Elite, SSW, Discovery Wrestling, Exposure Entertainment, Hope, which is a Midlands-based company, and Target. I think that's I think that's the most. Quite a few. And how would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences on you? Uh, my wrestling style is lucha libre, the twist of Britishness, if that's a word, with a, a twist of martial arts kicks. And who's been your favourite opponent you've went against so far? My favourite opponent that I've had a one-to-one match with to date 
would have to be Joe Coffey uh, at the tail end of, of last year when he was the ICW World Heavyweight Champion. If you could go against anybody else in the Scottish scene, who would be your team opponent? Anyone else on the Scottish scene, I think that BT Gun would be a, a great mesh. Would be a great mesh of styles. I also think that my style and Wolfgang's style would be an interesting combination as well. And if you could go against anybody in the world, who would you like to face? There's a few different ways, um, a few different matches that I think would, would be fantastic. Obviously, one of my biggest influences is Rey Mysterio, the best-known luchador on the planet, I think. I would love to, to have an opportunity to to work alongside him. And also, just just for the, the name, the sheer name value alone, I think I would have a good match with Roman Reigns. I don't think, I've, as, as much as he gets a bad rep, I couldn't tell you. I don't think he's had a bad match to date recently. What are your short-term goals in wrestling? Short-term goals are to keep doing what I'm doing, travelling about the place, uh, working for for different companies and and getting myself more exposure in different markets. And long-term, what's your goal in wrestling? Long-term are are pretty similar. I I I think I'm I'm coming up for 33. I think my aspirations of of wrestling in the the big leagues, as they say, of WWE are, are maybe maybe long gone uh, also having a young family a lot of the traveling would be would be difficult traveling abroad long term i would see the same traveling about making a name for myself within the uk have you got anything you would like to say to the wrestlers you'd be competing against i think i am as an individual i'm totally different from anyone else in this tournament and uh, it's a, a very difficult style to prepare to wrestle against so, regardless, if they study tape on me, if they see what I've done previously, I could pull something completely different out of the bag next time. So just keep on your toes. I think we've seen that with your Spanish fly at the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And is there anything else you want to see or share? Just to, in conclusion, anything out of wrestling or anything like that? Social media-wise, I've got all the, the standard. I'm Soldato GPWA on all the standard social media. That's... Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Also, if you see me at a show, stop me and say hello. I love the say hola. I love the the reactions from, especially from the kids. Kids loves a kids love a guy in a mask. So stop me, say hello, handshake, grab a photo. I'm I'm just I just I love to see the smiles. My name is Damien. You're one of the wild cards. And uh, mm-hmm. Drew Gallery Invitational Wrestling Tournament. So, who will you be representing in it? Yeah, I'll be representing WrestleZone from in northeast of Scotland, uh, mainly Aberdeen. And when did you begin your training? Uh, training for me began over 10 years ago. So, maybe I'd say mid 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your reason for taking up wrestling? Um, wrestling was something that was always with me as a kid. Um, like very, very into it. From enjoyed it as a kid, and then as the attitude era sort of started, like really became heavily addicted to it. Um, along with my friends, um, used to just mess about doing the whole you know capering in the back garden, you know nonsense. Yeah. Uh, and then 
came across an advertisement from through a friend of a friend who was opening up a school down in Kirkcaldy uh, called WrestleZone. Yeah. So we all sort of collectively, a few of us had cars, collectively had a conversation with each other and then decided, you know what? Yeah, let's actually give this a shot. Um, so like maybe, say maybe 12, 15 of us traveled down once a week to Kirkcaldy to train for three, four, five hours, as many hours as we possibly could um to get into wrestling just because we'd been we'd grown up watching it we absolutely loved it so to find out that there was a a school you know that was quite close to us was was a great opportunity we thought and apart from wrestlers where else can people find you wrestling um occasionally at discovery wrestling um it's i was there for the disco derby earlier this year um hopefully something else you know hopefully we'll get um something with disco happening soon um but currently i'm primarily with wrestlezone and for anyone who's not seen you before how would you describe your wrestling style or any influences on how you wrestle um my influences they've changed quite a bit over maybe over the last three three years or so like um I've drawn a lot of influences from the likes of Sammy Callahan, from Pete Dunne, you know, like quite a sort of hard-hitting, um, uh, sort of smash, smash mouth sort of style, um, like try and tie that in with, you know, a bit of technical, a bit of high-flying, you know, just try and like vary it up as much as possible. Um, influences, again, you know, Sammy Callahan's a pretty, pretty big influence. Um Chris Jericho was a huge influence as I first got started, and even just now, you know, like the guy can, guy can really go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it. So you've been <laughs> training in wrestling for just over uh, ten years. So who have been some of your favourite opponents you've been in the ring with so far? Um. F- first and foremost, foremost would have to be Tyler Bate. Um. I wrestled him maybe August, I think it was last year. Um. Stepping in the ring with somebody as talented and as effortless as he is, you know, I learned a lot in that space of time. There's been a lot of names up here, names that people might not recognize at all, you know, the likes of Sean Johnson, um, Zach Dynamite, Alan Sterling had great matches up at WrestleZone with the likes of those. There's also been names from Glasgow, me and BT Gunn have had a couple of matches, I've had a match with. Um, uh, Joe Coffey that I really enjoyed guy from Ireland called uh, Bingo Malance had a couple of matches with him he's really really talented so it's quite quite a list of quite a list of names over the years um, of guys you know like that I've really really enjoyed working and is there anybody in the Scottish scene that you've not wrestled that you would really like to wrestle uh, I would have to say Steve Xavier or uh, Mikey Whiplash right now. Um, really enjoy the, both of their work. Uh, so yeah, I think especially me and Steve Xavier, I think me and him could have a really good match. Uh, yeah. And worldwide, if you could go one-on-one with anyone, who would you like to face? Uh, worldwide, have to be Sammy Callahan. Like, honestly, the guy is so good. Um, so so talented, and 
Like, I think me and him would have a, a right cracker. What are your short-term goals in wrestling? <sighs> short-term goals would just be to continue what I'm doing just now. You know, like, um, I feel like I'm quietly sort of getting a bit of a name for myself and a bit of a reputation for myself. You know, like, that's if that could continue throughout 2018, 2019, you know, and so on, that would be... Uh, that would be great. Um, get a few more uh, promotions under my belt. You know, work somewhere in Glasgow. Hopefully, this GPW tournament will help get further exposure, get my name out there more. If you know, maybe people are watching, they can uh, they can then put my name forward for you know other places and how it yeah. works. Yeah. What are your longer term goals in wrestling? You know, I wouldn't really say that I've got too many long goal long-term goals you know because i've been doing i've been doing it for over 10 years now um like i'm more just concentrating and focusing on here and now you know whatever whatever happens happens and you know as as long as i'm happy like that's that's the main thing you're facing soldato in the first round what would you like to say to him and anyone else you may potentially come across over the weekend um, I feel it's a shame. I feel quite sorry for Zoldato. He's he's got a bright future ahead of him, but unfortunately, he pulled the short straw when he got me in round one, and unfortunately, he's not going to be making it to Saturday. Anybody else? They're just going to have to hope the same. They're going to have to hope that they don't draw me in the quarterfinals, they don't draw me in the semis, and they don't draw me in the finals. Is there anything else you would like to share? or um, plug ahead to the tournament? Uh, just just the tournament itself. You know, like, I think everybody everybody needs to get tickets to this tournament. Everybody needs to come along. They need to see the next generation of Scottish UK stars, breakout stars here. Come and see them perform. Give them a platform, and they will tear the house down for you, I'm sure. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, Facebook, you can find me on the revolutionary slash Damien. And on Twitter, you can get me at, at Damien WZ. The last match of night one, we have Jack Dillon against Aaron Eckle. Uh, I am Jack Dillon. And who are you representing in the tournament? I'm representing the Glasgow Pro Wrestling Asylum. When did you begin your training? August 2015, I believe. Uh, what's your reason for wrestling? Well, I had was in college, was working in a bar, and my friend who I was working with was quite a regular ICW goer and was a trainee at the, the asylum itself. Right. Um, and he'd started it. I laughed about his laugh. This guy's half his head actually wanted to go and wrestle. And I was just sitting one day and I seen them put up a intake and I just went ahead, signed myself up and then I went and here I am still. Have you wrestled anywhere other than GPWA? Uh, I have wrestled for Pro Wrestling Elite, Lionheart's prom- promotion up in um, air and I have done a wee spot in ICW. Very small, forgettable spot. <laughs> Put that right to the back of my 
my mind. Um, and how would you describe your wrestling style or any big influences on you? Um, kind of hybrid, high intensity. I wouldn't like to narrow myself down to one style because I couldn't, because I kind of take things from very different styles and clash them all together into me. And who's been your favourite opponent you've went against so far? Uh, I'd have to say Wolfgang. Very early on in my career, I get a lot of opportunities very early on. Six months in the door, I was on the asylum shows. And Wolfgang was, I think that was my second singles match. Right. I loved it. <laughs> Military prestes to the outside of the ring. <laughs> I've never felt like, such an adrenaline in my life, just flying through the air. <laughs> uh, it was mad. Hot, but it was mental. Who would be your dream opponent elsewhere in the Scottish scene other than Wolfgang? Probably Stevie. Stevie Boy. He's amazing. Can't fault him in anything he does character-wise, moves-wise, physically. Tells amazing stories in his matches. Cannot fault him one bit. I just think we'd have a um, a great match. If you could face any opponent anywhere in the world, who would you like to go against? Dalton Castle. I'll go Dalton Castle. I think he just looks like he has so much fun doing what he does. He's got this character on the dives in it 100% and goes with it, I just think it's a good laugh. And have you got any short term goals in wrestling? Short term goals, I kind of want to get my name out there a lot more. Um, travel a good bit, um, just UK wise. And long term, what's your goals in wrestling? Hopefully go abroad, um, America, Japan, wherever will have me. Right now I'm still quite young very green. I think there's a lot of room for me to grow in the next few years, so... What would you like to say against the other 15 competitors you'll be in the tournament with? Well, this will be my second time entering the tournament, so I kind of know what it takes, though last year I was only a year and a half into the business, um, and ultimately came to demise against Aaron Echo, who I have this year. And I try to devise a plan to come against him first, so all thoughts, and I'm set on Aaron Echo. Um, I'm not overlooking anybody this year, because I feel like I did overlook Aaron Echo last year. Um, and ultimately, it did. It was the end of me in that tournament, so this year I'm hoping to I'm gone for it all. Where can people find you in social media? Um, Generalisation, I have got Facebook and Twitter, and both of them are at Jack Dylan GPWA. And you'll notice there, we don't have an interview from the reigning champion in Aaron Echo. Did approach Aaron's social media team, and the response we received is that as the champion, it's up to the 15 challengers to step up and make people want to hear more about them. Is it cockiness? Is it confidence? I guess it gives something as an incentive for the other 15 guys in there to try and take the crown from Aaron Echo and go on and be the 2018 Drew Galloway Invitational Wrestling Tournament Champion. 
As I said at the start of the show, tickets are available still at Eventbrite. Maybe gone by the time you listen to the show. I believe they all go fast. There's a lot of talent, a lot of interest in seeing a lot of these guys go over that full weekend. So don't hesitate in getting yourself a ticket for it. Later in this week, maybe have a little surprise episode coming up with one of the, the people involved in the tournament. So keep your ears open for that. Hopefully we'll get something arranged and maybe a little bonus coming along for you to whet your appetite ahead of next weekend. From talking to the guys, I think there's a lot of determination in there. There's a lot of people, some with a point to prove, some who've just came through and want to put a stamp down and say, this is my position in Scottish wrestling and get noticed. And some are just seeking a wider audience. They're already been quite successful in getting appearances in many places. So, certainly one I'll be keeping my eye on when I go along next weekend. Hope you do as well. If you've enjoyed this show, give it a like, give it a share, let people know. I believe the best form of getting anything new like this out is word of mouth. So if you do recommend it to people, I really, really appreciate that. Coming up in the following weeks, I've got a couple of good shows lined up. Just watch me on social media at Tuck of the Draw on Twitter for most of my updates. Also, Tuck of the Draw on Facebook. You'll see some of the updates, but due to Facebook, algorithms, etc., not always going to see as much as you will by following my Twitter page. So probably the best place to get me for any updates. I'd like to thank everyone that's been involved in this show, the people who've helped facilitate and offered me time, be it in the training schools, backstage at a show, and for the guys who've came in and amongst the living of the daily lives and also wrestling training for some as well to give me the time to go through it, get their word out, and I hope it's a show that a lot of people enjoy. So thanks, everyone. And enjoy your wrestling.